Welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Certified Financial Planner Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth LLC. In this podcast, we help individuals and couples plan for a peaceful and enjoyable retirement. Join us on this journey where we explore the importance of simplifying the retirement planning process as Stephen, with his years of experience and expertise in retirement income planning, along with guest experts, will help you achieve first wisdom, then wealth. And don't forget to check out the Simplify Your Retirement online course and other great resources at SimplifyYourRetirement.com. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth. Stephen, I'm doubly excited for today's episode because today we have something a little bit different. We actually have two guests on with us today. Right? Absolutely. We're excited about this uh, season. We're excited about this uh, episode. And uh, we've got the two clients on the show with us today to talk about their experience with giving and donor advised funds. So looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be great. And, you know, I, I know that this is part of the season where we're talking about the mission of Wise Wealth. Will you just, for those that haven't heard it before, and just a good reminder for those of us who have, what is the mission of Wise Wealth? Yeah, the mission of Wise Wealth is to guide investors on the path to financial significance where they are free to give and to serve and to enjoy life like never before. So give, serve, live. That's what we're touching on this uh, this season, right? That's right. And so we, we've gone through give. This is what we're talking about now. We had Evan Lang on in episode three. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to that, that's great to go back to. We had another client on uh, in episode four talking about qualified charitable distributions. If you want to know more about that, listen to episode four. But today, what are we talking about? Today, we're going to focus on donor advised funds. And so you mentioned episode three, Evan was introducing the concept of giving to our uh, audience, the podcast, the listening audience. And he mentioned actually two things during that show. Um, And it really was the catalyst for the the, the next two. He mentioned qualified charitable distribution. So we talked about that in the season or excuse me, episode four. And then he also mentioned donor advised funds. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. And, uh, you know, we love working with clients who have the same uh, motivation, same desires, people who want, uh, they, they, they have financial freedom, they work themselves to a place where they are free, not to be independent of everybody and anything in the world, but to be free to give to be free to serve, to be free to enjoy life. And so uh, we started this season's uh, podcast with talking about giving. We, you know, Once we're done with this, we're going to move on to serving and enjoying life. And in each one of these sections, we wanted to talk to clients who are actually doing these things. You know, this is not, right, this is not a theory. Uh, this is something that people actually do do when they get to the place in their life where they can do it. And, and, and most of the times what we have found is that people that are doing these sorts of things don't just all of a sudden decide they're going to do it when they retire. They've been doing this their whole life. It's been something that has been important to them. Uh, but now they're able to use tools and techniques like a donor advised fund. And so just as a reminder to the audience today, a donor advised fund uh, really is a tool uh, that someone can use to give to charities. Uh, when someone opens up a donor advised fund, you, you don't you don't think of it as a mutual fund or anything like that. It's just an account. You can open up an IRA. You can open up a Roth IRA. You can open up a donor advised fund. When you open up a donor advised fund, you can call it. 
you know, whatever you want to call it. And so we've got, uh, you know, a couple of clients on the show today, some of our clients, Larry and Karen, and there's also John who's, who's on the call today. And so each one of them can name their fun, whatever they want to name their fun. And so Larry, thank you for being on the show today. Since I brought that up just now, I want to ask you, what is the name of your donor advised fund? Yes, our um, uh, our advised fund is the Fitzpatrick Family uh, Fund, charitable fund. Just your last name and then slash family fund. Yeah, charitable family awesome. fund. Charitable so. family fund. And then, uh, John, uh, thank you for being on uh, the podcast with us today. What is the name of your fund? Oh, thank you, Stephen. The name of my fund is the Vertime Foundation. Absolutely. That's awesome. We're going to get into both of those. You know, my fund is the Strickland Family Giving Fund. So the beautiful thing about a donor advised fund is you can name it whatever you want to. It has a purpose. It has a, uh, so you can, you can call it whatever you want to call it. So it's a tool you use, you give to this, to this fund, you make a contribution to the fund. When you make a contribution to that fund, you get a charitable deduction on the year that you do that, the amount that you do that, especially if you're itemizing. We've talked about this in a few other episodes where they obviously they raise the standard exemption. Uh, so if you're itemizing, itemizing your deduction, you can still get a charitable deduction by giving to a donor advised fund. And the real advantage is that you can give to this fund, but then you can wait to actually give to the in charity at a future date. If you want to do that, you can give it all in that year or you can do it in future years. Yeah. And I know, uh, again, if you go back to episode three, if you're just tuning in, mm-hmm. Evan really talked about that from the idea of bunching, mm-hmm. in a sense, bunching deductions together in one year and using the donor advised fund for that. Right, exactly. So um, being, making sure you can take advantage of itemizing mm-hmm. instead of just the standard exemption. And so to me, there's really three primary advantages to using a donor advised fund. One is that it's simple. You can do all of your giving to and through your donor advised fund. Uh, so if you give to a church uh, weekly, if you give to a charity monthly, if you give to a, a nonprofit organization quarterly, it doesn't matter. You can do all your giving through the donor advised fund. You make your contribution there. And then from there, you make your grants. And so it's one tax report. You don't have to worry about collecting different uh, tax forms from different organizations. You get one tax reporting form, so it makes it simple. Another reason I I like donor advised funds, if you're charitably minded anyway, and that is because it's flexible. You can contribute to your donor advised fund and then decide later which charities you want to give to. And it doesn't have to be distributed in that same year. You can say, hey, I've got a bunch of money right now. I want to save money on taxes. I'm going to throw it in there. I don't know which charity we want to give to or what cause yet. We can just put it in there and then give it later. And the third reason I like it is for legacy reasons. You you can build up a fund and then later give the interest that it earns away. You can give a certain percentage away to charity, but also is something that I know, Larry, you and I talked about and Karen, we talked about uh, your kids can inherit. Um, and we say your kids can inherit this giving fund. They can't, you know, take the money and cash it in and go do something else. Uh, we've mentioned this before. The kids aren't a charity. You know what I mean? Uh, regardless of, of, you know, other, other things going on. But the kids can have this amount of money that then later uh, they would have to come together and decide every year how we should give this away. I know that was something that was important to you and Karen. You want to talk a little bit about that? When we established the fund, we decided that a lot of our charitable donations would be decided upon based on a family. So, you know, once or twice a year, uh, we get together as a family and decide which charities we would like to give to. Kids are 
just under 30 and mm-hmm. just a little bit over 30. So, yeah. so they're, they're young adults basically. And, and, you know, they all have, everybody has causes that they're interested in. So we, we get together and, and they outline which causes and, and they do the research on the charities that they want to give to as far as how trustworthy they are, the, their expenses and, and whatnot. So. I think that's awesome. You know, to have a conversation with your family about giving uh, for them, like you said, you have them go do the research. They don't just come to, you know, they come into this, an intentional meeting. Hey, we're all going to get together. We're going to talk about, Hey, we're, we should, we give money this year and, and they've researched it. They care about it. And you as, you know, parents, I love to be able to have this money for, to be able to help causes that your kids are really interested in. And uh, I think it's a great legacy to pass on, a legacy of of giving. And and like I just mentioned, I want to make sure I, you know, I said a second ago, you can, for example, someone could build up a donor advised fund, uh, Paul, let's say that has $100,000 in it. And they might say, you know what, every year we're going to give away 5% of this. So we're going to get the family together and 5% of whatever the value of this is, we're going to give it away. Or uh, a lot of people don't realize that a donor advised fund can be invested and so you, you may have $100,000 and it earns, you know, $10,000 this year because you invested it. And therefore you might always say, you know, whatever it earns each year, we're going to give that away. So there's a lot of different ways to do that and to handle that, which I think is great. And so um, John and uh, Larry and Karen, you guys all open up the donor advice funds for different reasons, different purposes, and also different places. John, where is your uh, donor advice fund set up at? It is set up through the Greater Kansas City Community Foundation. And uh, yeah, how has your experience been with them? Has it been uh, been easy to work with? Or what is your experience with them? It is a streamlined process. It's one of the reasons I went with it because they kind of do all the back-end work. I could have set it up myself, gotten with an attorney, done all the paperwork to establish the, the 501c3 nonprofit status. Through the Community Foundation, they take care of all of that for you. They can manage the fund, like you said, or I can have what I've done is you manage the fund for me as far as the assets in the fund. And, uh, it, you know, and obviously we earn interest on that fund based on how we uh, manage those, the money that's in there. So, but uh, it, it's been a very, very easy, seamless process with the Community Foundation. That That's regard. awesome. And, and I'm glad you brought up, you know, the expenses. A lot of people feel like, hey, if you're going to be, a, you know, a charitable person, you have to set up a foundation. There's thousands of dollars in fees to set that up. And then, the, you know, every year to do a special tax return to the, for the foundation. Uh, whereas this, there are no special tax returns you have to do. There's no work for the foundation. So it's very, you know, inexpensive to set up. So uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Larry, where's yours? Uh, where's your donor advised fund set up at we established our uh, our charitable fund through schwab and it's just a basically for lack of a better term a, a brokerage account at, at schwab but it's a specifically a donor advised fund with all the restrictions and right. things in place so so again uh, we're able to manage that for you guys yes so we we can choose so just like any of the other investment accounts that our clients have we can look at uh, john's and find out what is the intention for his uh, donor advised fund when does he want to give money away same with larry and karen we could look at that and we can actually invest those funds uh, you know, regardless of where it's at. And so uh, the, what I wanted to, you know, point out early on here is that there's a lot of different places that you can open up a donor advised fund. Larry and Karen are at Schwab. Uh, John is at the Greater Kansas City Community Foundation. Evan, that was here uh, a few episodes ago, was with the Signatory. Uh, there's another one, Paul, through Truman Heartland Foundation, which is where uh, people can do scholarships mm-hmm. uh, giving. I believe your daughter, you know, benefited from a scholarship that someone gave yeah. through Truman Heartland. 
So it, you really have to look to see what is the goal of it, mm-hmm. and that that can, uh, in a sense, direct where you go mm-hmm. because each place kind of has a special. Yes. Yep, exactly. And so there's a lot of different places to open up a donor advised fund, but once you do, the rules are all the same. You know, once you give to it, that's where that's the charity that you get the deduction from. Then from there, you can give, uh, you can make grants, uh, which is the same as making a distribution. John, I'd like for you to tell everyone just a little bit about your fund, um, you know, why you started this. You have have obviously a unique story uh, as to why you opened up this fund and, uh, you know, what it's all about and what sorts of grants and distributions do you you give out from that fund? Certainly. Yeah, we established it, well, almost four years ago, three years ago, to honor my wife. She was uh, heavily involved in the community. She passed away from cancer. Um, but was very involved with a couple of organizations that were very near and dear to her. And we wanted to continue to support that, those causes, but to also honor her. And so um, we established the foundation in her name. What we provide is uh, basically financial support to several organizations. Probably the main one is Brock Turkesu, who provides uh, port and assistance, financial assistance, to non-insured and underinsured cancer patients. Through them, we also, uh, they established an organization. It's it's actually, it's called Virtus Place, named after my wife, that provides, it started out purely as a cancer patient appearance center, uh, which provided wigs, prosthetics, clothing, just a number of things for people that are going through treatment and can't afford the simple things that we may take for granted. Uh, it has since turned into more of a resource center now. Uh, we provide, it, it actually does provide um, financial assistance through gas cards, groceries, utilities, anybody that is in need of those of those things while they're going through cancer treatment and can't afford them. Brock Tour, Virtus Place, and then we also uh, provide to Supporting Kids Foundation, which is, provides assistance, financial assistance to families who ch- whose children are uh, going through cancer treatment and parents uh, we feel that the, the parents need to be with them during that time and they probably can't work so again they help uh, offset the cost of like mortgage payments utilities groceries anything to that regard so those are the three main and then we all like i think through like larry said with the family we sat down and talked about it uh, we also provide uh, assistance to two of the no-kill shelters here in town, Wayside Wave and Great Plains SBCA. So, but uh, we've, we've given to other organizations as well through the years, but those are our main ones. Absolutely. Now, I appreciate you sharing that story. I know uh, you mentioned a couple of things at the start, and that is that you obviously open up the fund to in honor uh, of your wife that passed away. She was, uh, as you said, someone who was very involved in the community, very involved in giving. Uh, the pleasure Correct. of meeting her and knowing her as well and her being a client here uh, of Wise Wealth and you and her together. And uh, so it's always it's always it meant a lot to see you carry on that legacy that she had. I think it's been a lot to your daughters for you to be able to do that. And um, and really to Correct. give to causes that honor her. You know what I mean? Uh, she, she had cancer, passed away of cancer. And so therefore you're giving to people who are going through the same things that you and your family went through. And so Virtus Place is an organization that you, you're able to give to through your donor advised fund? Correct. And uh, a unique story behind that, how it actually 
came to fruition was because when my wife passed away in lieu of flowers and everything, we asked people to, do- to donate money to Brockator KC because that was, she was heavily involved with them. And for since 2009, when they were first established for 10 years, she was, you know, or seven years, I should say, she was uh, heavily involved with them. When we did that, we raised about $40,000. So they were able to open up this appearance center. Good. In her honor. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. That's right. And can you so, can you say the name? Is it, is it Walk Tour or Brock Tour? Bra Couture. B-R-A, just Bra, Bra Couture, KC. Okay. I want to make sure and that I got that and make sure everybody understood what this was. Okay, good. Thank yes. you. Yes, Bra Couture, KC. And like yeah. they say, it's not about the bra, it's yes. about the journey. You yes. Know? Um, but right. it's, it's a very unique uh, yeah. organization. They have an annual fundraiser. It's very near and dear to us. Absolutely, that's great. Uh, so I appreciate you, uh, you know, sharing that story. So that, you know, that's a unique story. So John opened up his donor advised fund um, as a result of this uh, this experience that he had in his life, and he's able to continue the legacy, uh, you know, that his you know right. wife had started, and be able to honor in that way, and then also obviously right. give to a great cause, people that are you know suffering, people in need, uh, going through something like that, and so uh, that's an awesome thing. Uh, Larry, uh, you in Karen you guys started your fund. So I want to ask you guys about that. You know, what made you decide, you know, Hey, we should open up a donor advised fund. Do you contribute to that every year? And, uh, you know, when, how, when do you guys make grants or how do you decide how you make grants? Well, we started our fund, I don't know, three, maybe four years ago, about, about the same time that we signed on with you as a client. And when I came to you with the portfolio that I had, I had, some stocks that had huge capital gains mm-hmm. when we were trying to rebalance my portfolio we sold off some of those stocks and i i took some of the gains and established the charitable advice fund because giving was also important to us as a family that's kind of how we got the ball started ball rolling but we've given to it i think two or th- two out of the last three years mm-hmm. or something like that and but uh, so so we have a you know a fair amount of money in mm-hmm. it right now we give our donations, like our the donations we give to our church, uh, just regular tithing. We give on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, you do that out of the donor advice fund. Yes, okay. yeah. We and it's so simple to set up. You know, you don't have to remember to write a check every month or do whatever. You just, uh, you know, you just tell them you want to give X amount of dollars to X church on this day, <laughs> and. Uh, I'll tell you when to stop. So, mm-hmm. And the church has had some capital campaigns uh, for renovations and whatnot pre-COVID. So we gave to that. And, but we just kind of give periodically through the year as, as time comes up. And then as as we meet as a family and decide what we're going to do, then we may give some lump sums at, at that point in time. Yeah. Both Karen's and my fathers were veterans, mm. uh, World War II. And so we give heavily to veterans' causes. Right. We also give fairly heavily to homeless, underprivileged assistants, like, uh, for instance, Salvation Army and, mm-hmm. and Harvesters and things Absolutely. like that, but like uh, veterans' causes, uh, wounded warriors, yeah. things like that. That's great. Uh, so Larry mentioned, you know, one of the, uh, you know, one of the catalysts there, you know, for him, obviously they were involved in giving before. So uh, to me, Paul, it's a simple conversation when you have people that are already giving, you can either keep, you know, giving out of your income or out of your checking account or savings account, or 
we can do it in the most tax efficient way. We talk about this all the time. It's it's if you want to save for retirement, there's a tax efficient way to do that and a non one. You might as well take advantage of the tax laws that are available to you to give it. Same thing in giving the gift. It's all all about you know the charity that you want to give to. But if there's a smarter way to do it, if there's a way that's going to save you money on taxes to do it, you might as well do it. And Larry mentioned uh, low cost basis, highly appreciated stock. Uh, that hey, if you were to sell that stock, you would have a long-term capital gain. You could you could actually just gift the shares of that stock over to this donor advised fund. The donor advised fund would sell it, and so your charitable deduction is based on the value of the stock on that day. You never had to pay tax on the uh, on the earnings on that. And you were going to give it away anyway. You know what I mean? Those sorts of things. So you get a major tax deduction. In in Larry's case, you don't know they're you're trying to diversify the portfolio, and so they can just give away stock in, in, into their donor advised fund, and get a major tax deduction for that. Meanwhile, it allows them to uh, to pay capital gains and kind of offset each other. There's a strategy involved in that, and so so then you have this fund. So you know, John and uh, Larry and Karen, you guys, you have this donor advised fund. It's out there. Uh, one of the things that's great about it is really at any point in time, you know, if there's a cause that, you know, is presented to you, you, you have the ability to say, yes, we want to get to that. Um, I think that's a great place to be. John, you want to talk a little bit about that? It makes it very simple to, mm-hmm. to be able to do that when you have, you know, whether it be, you know, the organizations that I spoke of, even, you know, the local high schools, you know, mm-hmm. both my girls are now out of high school, but at the time they were, one was right out of high school, right. one was still in high school. So, you know, I helped provide things for the school as well that when they were in need some program that they mm. you know they had cancer night or cancer awareness right. and so they had basketball games or soccer games or football games in which they were raising money and yeah. so we did a lot of matching funds yeah so if they raised so much the foundation would match it yeah, that's right. Um, did, did a lot of things like that. So and you've had, had uh, friends across the country that have called me and said, Hey, I'm you know, we're working with big brothers, big sisters. Could uh, we count on you for a donation? Right. And of course, that'd be like, of course. Oh, yeah. You know, we can do that. And it's real simple. Like you yeah. said, I just uh, request a grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can, they, they take care of it there. They, they can either send the check directly to me and we can present it or I can send it directly to the organization itself. Well, I love that, John. I think that's great. It's it's one of the great great advantages to me of having a donor advised fund. It's like uh, you're you're, you're it's not a hard decision. It's not like it's coming out of your checking account, savings account. It's not coming out of your income that month. You you've already set it aside to give. You just don't know where you're going to give Correct. it yet or when. So it's a great Correct. position to be in, and I think that's a yeah. great blessing in life to be able to say, uh, yes, I can give to that, and it's not going to technically affect you at all. Larry, you want to talk about a little bit about and, that? And, yeah, go ahead, John. Yeah. No, I was going to say, and it allows my children, my girls who are involved in, in, you know, when I set this up, we sat down and talked about what we wanted to do mm-hmm. and how we wanted to, to do this. And I made it very clear that they're involved in this. Yes. This is part of, of yep. them, too. They have a say. Um, yeah, that's and good. And so uh, when they come across something that uh, they feel is, is important, mm-hmm. we sit down, we talk about it. And, yeah. And typically, yeah, we, we, we take care of it. That's awesome. And... Uh, Larry, for you guys as well? You know, if somebody approaches you and say, hey, can you, my daughter's has been involved with animals all her mm-hmm. life, and so we give pretty heavily to Casey Pet Project. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about if somebody approaches me and say, hey, we, we need some help yeah. renovating a building. Can you give us, you know, X number of dollars? I don't have to worry about, well, I'd love to, but I can't afford it this month. You know, right. so you just... 
You don't have to worry about, hey, we can't, we, we have to go out to eat a couple times less or yeah. we have to cancel the vacation or whatever. It's already there. Right. It's already there. It's already, it's already, you know, dealt with. And all I have to do is, uh, is let Schwab know that yeah. I want to give to this charity. And, you know, as long as they're a recognized charity, I, I, to date, I have not had any problems. No one's, with they any, never said no. No. Okay. no. We've, uh, <laughs> We've given to charities where they train uh, service animals for yeah. wounded vets. And, That's awesome. You know, things like that. And mm -hmm. th there have been a couple that haven't been on their pre-approved list, but they go ahead and approve it. Sometimes it takes a little time. but Yeah. Um, right. They have to look it up, make sure it is a 501c3 yes. or nonprofit. Yeah. And again, as long as it is, they normally will will do it. So. Yeah. As far as I know, there's no, there's no restriction on the quality of the charity, just yeah. the that it's a legal charity. That's right. So. I'm glad you brought that up. And so, and you mentioned earlier in the conversation, Larry, uh, just even uh, giving to your church. And so some people will do what you said. It, it, there's a great advantage of just setting it up. They know their church is receiving the funds they want them to receive. And they don't have to think about it every week and set it up as a weekly gift, a monthly gift, an annual. And then also from time to time, as you hear of needs, I, I think of when uh, like Katrina happened, Hurricane Katrina, and then the, maybe the floods in Houston or whatever. There's things, there's even events that happen in the world and you think, oh man, I wish I could help out this cause, Salvation Army or whatever else is going in or help these people. It's just nice when the giving has already happened. You already gave the money when you put it in the donor advised fund. Now you're just waiting to find out what touches your heart, you know, where to give it to. And it's great, like you said, to be in a position where it's not a decision where, okay, if I do this, it's going to be a sacrifice. I'm going to have to give something else away. You already did that when you gave it. We've already sacrificed. That's right. So. You already sacrificed. You all, everyone knows when you put it in the donor advice fund, that was the sacrifice. That's when you gave it. But now you're open. You've got a charitable fund. And I'm, and I'm telling you this, talking to Larry and talking to John and, and from my own experience, there's just something great about knowing, hey, I've got an extra account over here. The only purpose of that account is to give it away, you know, to causes that are near and dear to our heart. And one thing that I know that encourages Paul and I when we hear these stories is uh, you and John and Karen, you know, we're, uh, we're the, the types of clients that we love working with. It's actually the mission of this firm. Uh, it's people get to the place where they are free to do that and they have the tools to be able to do that and what excites us is hearing you know from john and hearing from you larry not only about your experience with the donor advised fund but the, the way you guys get excited when you actually talk about the charities that you give to uh you mentioned a few that you give to that are you know important to you guys john you mentioned the ones that are important to you and, and the legacy there and so everybody that we talk to just like everyone's retirement is different, what it looks like to them, everyone, what they want to give to is different. And so all these charities benefit from people who want to be intentional with giving, which I think is awesome. Uh, but I can also tell that it benefits you, Larry. Yeah. It benefits you, John, that you guys get excited about being able to be a part of that, to be in a position where you can do that. You want to speak to that, Larry? There's something about giving that, makes your heart feel good i mean it's just to help other people and that's kind of what we're all on the planet for is to help each other if if there's something i can do you know we do some volunteerism as well but you know a lot of these charities would rather have the money to deal with the things as they come up and spend them as they see fit and it just it makes you feel good right so. i love that comment we, we have to trademark that one there's something about giving that makes your heart feel good man i like that one we have to use that one john you know how do you feel I'm accepting when, royalties <laughs> for the donor advice fund of course. john uh, how do you feel about being able to give, be free to give i have to reiterate what larry said 
it's just there's something special about being able to help other people and just to be able to yes it's i mean maybe it's financial to you individually i mean it's you know you may sit there and go it's just money which it is it's just money but what it does for somebody can change life I appreciate it, John. That's that's what I love about uh, this. Uh, you know, I appreciate you, your heart, and it, Larry and Karen, and so many of our other clients that are involved in giving. We want to be able to promote that. We want to help people do it. The Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive, and so we know that. You know, we know it's a great blessing to the charities that receive it, to the people that are helped by it, to the to the veterans, to the animals, to whatever the causes where it helps them tremendously. Uh, they need it, but I also know what it does to the heart uh, of the person giving it and the attitude and the approach to life. And there just seems to be a connection between generosity and success. And that's what we want to promote. Uh, I know we have to end the show, Paul, because we're running up against the clock. But uh, John, I want you to know we appreciate you being on the show. Appreciate your generous uh, heart, Larry and Karen. Uh, make sure she knows as well. Appreciate you being on the show with us today. Certainly. We're glad to do it. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. I love listening to both of you guys here talk about uh, giving and all of that. And, you know, what keeps going through my mind is the the fact that you're intentional about it in a sense. So you have planned spontaneity when it comes to giving. Mm-hmm. Right. giving. Right. There's another phrase But, I mean, that's it. You're, you're intentional so that you have that freedom to give at any time. Yes. And, and And that's great to hear. I mean, it's... It's something that uh, we appreciate about you. And, you know, I know that uh, our listeners are going to be blessed to be able to hear this and be encouraged by what you do, but able to see someone put this into practice and spark something inside of our listeners to be able to say, I can do that too. And that's, that's why we do this. And we, we appreciate you guys being on today. Uh, thank you, Larry. Thank you, John. And again, thank you, Stephen, for having them on and uh, being here today. And as always, our um, last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. We wouldn't be here without you. Thank you for tuning into the Simplify Your Retirement Podcast with Stephen Strickland. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, just click the subscribe now button below. That way, when Stephen comes out with a new podcast, he'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your family and friends. Again, thank you so much for listening. For everyone at Wise Wealth, this is Paul Brock reminding you that financial peace comes from having a plan. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Simplify Your Retirement podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wise Wealth LLC or Simplify Your Retirement. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of a financial advisor or other qualified financial professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.